0: so i wasn't intending on on using this verse as as our as our bridge point today but i just kept coming back to it um because i didn't a, a lot of times when when we look at a verse like this we think about giving like money which is something that christians do right christians give money last time you checked yeah christians give money but but i know that that just the concept of talking about giving can can challenge people people's heart. And I didn't want it to be I I wanted to I wanted to connect to the generosity of God. Because a Christian is one who learns how to live, as as Stephanie was pointing out, learns how to live as Jesus lived. And it says that that, you know, we know that Jesus was very generous. He gave his life for us, but he also, while he was walking the earth, he was he was doing, doing, going about doing good and healing people and taking care of people's needs. So we want that, hopefully as a Christian, we want to follow in his footsteps. Yes? Okay. And so this verse really does encapsulate it, this whole concept, better than any other verse that, that I, I read. I have a whole nother page of, of things I was going off of, but then I just kept coming back to this because generosity is where our thanks goes. You know, this week we've uh, hopefully spent a little bit of time reflecting on all that that God has provided up to this point, right? We're we're thanking God for our food, for our health, for the people around us, for our relationships. Uh, Did you guys thank God for all those things? Thank God for God. We thank God for Jesus dying on the cross for us to save us from our sins. Uh, Did you guys thank him for that? Thank you for forgiveness from all of your past. Uh, anybody do anything bad in their past this, this, this week? Uh, no, no, okay. And and Jesus, that's, that's what, you know, his generosity, and we sang about it this morning, his grace, his grace leads us through all that to remove it from us so that we can live the, the truly generous life, the life that is life. And so... Uh, so this morning I thought, wow, how, how, can we, how can we make the bridge from thanksgiving to the generosity of God? Because we want to emulate, emulate Him. So we started with this verse. So I want to um, just talk about uh, a, I want to listen to a couple words and this describes the, the person of God. Are you ready? Lavish. What do you think? What well, comes to your mind when you think of the lavish? When lavish, five star hotels, the, yeah. <laughs> the, very the very best, yes. But it's and and it's more. It's it, it's heaped upon us. Uh, the, in in Ephesians chapter one, it says that God has lavished us. With his love and his his presence, and uh, he's lavished us. Isn't that isn't that beautiful? Um, here's another word: um, freely given. What when I say those words, what does that what does that express to you? Freely given. Yeah, no reserve, no strings attached. I think that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not good. I'm not a good gift receiver. Maybe because, you know, I've connected maybe in my past. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I haven't explored it with a therapist yet. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, so, do, are there other people in the room that have a hard time receiving gifts? Because sometimes we, we feel, and I don't know, it's like either we have to reciprocate. Or maybe it's not freely given. You know, we, we've never expressed the free generosity of someone. We just, I just love you for who you are. Like Rosie. <laughs> as, her, as her family gets gifts this year, the lavishness of God, freely given. No expectation. I just love you, and so I want to give you more than, more than you deserve. Uh, right? Isn't that beautiful? Anyway. Um. And then I, I I want I want to say the word again, generous. What does the word generous? What does what comes to your mind when I say generous? Yeah, yeah just like there there's something like right, something pouring out of us, you know. Anyway, I I I wanted us to meditate for just a minute on those words because this is 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 the description of God. That He's freely given, that He's lavish, and He's generous. And sometimes uh, our image of God is that somehow He's stingy, or somehow He's just like, I'm just holding it out for you, you know, or if I bless you, you owe me. You owe me big. <clears throat> How I many have prayed those prayers? Lord, if you get me out of this one, I will do something for you. <clears throat> You've prayed those prayers, right? And then God gives you, and you're like, I wonder what I owe God now. But see, God's so great that He says, You don't owe me anything except your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. But because he has given us life and his life, when we understand the lavish generosity and freely give the free gift of that, we're glad to say, take my life for yours. Yes, it's, it's like a marriage, right? It's like a marriage. You say, I, I, I want you. Thank you for giving me you. I now give me me and and that's that's the picture that god has in in this process and why and why paul says i want you to to command i want you to re- remind people who are rich not to be arrogant not to be full of themselves but instead to be generous now so thankfulness my first point is thankfulness leads to generosity now i was checking Myself, this weekend, uh, actually just yesterday, yesterday I went shopping, food shopping, and outside of the two stores we went to was a bell ringer. I don't know if I've ever liked bell ringers, but for some reason this year, it was like, I don't want you in front of the door. Will you get out of my way? So as I'm doing this message this morning, (laughs) putting it together, I'm like, oh, no. I have a hard heart. See, the arrogance is not like, oh, look at me. The arrogance is somebody who has shrunk back and said, what I have is, you can't have it. You're ringing a bell. And now I feel bad. Now the bell ringers—they're not asking for everything. They're saying happy holidays. They got a bucket there, and I could choose to put in one penny and break my heart open towards generosity. I could put in a dollar. I can afford ten dollars. But instead, I walked by in my despising of the ringing, the ringing, the ringing. So guess what's going to happen the rest of this season? <laughs> I'm going to be emptying my wallet out going, Jesus, why have I become arrogant? Why have I become hard of heart? They're not asking for much. So a couple weeks ago, somebody knocked on my door. It was Friday night. It's about 5 o'clock, date night. Time for me to give myself fully to my wife and go eat a burrito. <clears throat> somebody knocks on my door. It's like a salesperson of some sort. It wasn't, they were asking for money. I said, not now, not a good time. How about you? Anybody, anybody? I mean, I, man, don't, don't even knock on my door, first of all, if you're selling something or if you're asking for something, because my domain is mine. Is that arrogant? guess what? In about 40 years, somebody else will be living at that house, and it won't be me. (laughs) Right? Probably. Maybe I'll be 103 in the house. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I don't think I'll be there. Anyway, so Jendi was getting ready, and and I I just told, I just flipped the window open because we have our kitchen window, and I can look right out, and I said, now's not a good time. I sent him away. And then Jendi got ready, and we were ready to go. And I'm like, I should have given that some person some money. some money. So I went, and I got my checkbook out, and I wrote for $100. See, I was generous, but I had to be convicted. And this is my, my, this is my illustration. I had to be convicted. I wasn't generous. I wasn't lavish. I wasn't freely giving. And they didn't ask for $100. That was my penance. Turned out to be a Christian ministry. Turned out to be uh, yeah, one that I would have supported if I would have listened for a minute. But what I was realizing through these occasions is that somehow or another, I have, I have not become like Jesus. Jesus calls me to be freely giving. He's not saying, you know, I don't have to empty out my bank accounts. Nobody's asking me to do that. You know, I'm not the rich young ruler that Jesus says, you want to follow me, just sell everything, give it to the poor, and then follow me. All he's saying is, do you have a heart that is open and thankful because really everything you have has already been given to you by someone else? I've read that a bunch of times in the Bible. You too? Okay. So what's the warning? The warning is that truly my true thankfulness is reflected in my generosity. And I'm afraid that my heart is really not truly thankful because it's not reflected through my generosity. So today, I I say it out loud and I repent towards you. I say, Lord, forgive me because I want to be like Jesus. When they, at, when they ring the bell, I'm like, I'm the first to give. You know, if, you, if one of those little coin boxes, it's in front of the 7-Eleven. I want to be free to give because I don't want my heart to be captured by anything but generosity. Jesus said that if you give, it'll be given to you. Pressed down, mashed together, overflowing. Man, that dollar could have turned into a million dollars if that's what God wanted. You know, I've said it before, and, and I, I'm, I say it again today. Every dollar I've ever given is a dollar I've never thought about again. It's weird. I think about what's in my bank account now. It's like, oh, there's the, there's the money. But when I, as soon as I give something, you know, it's like it, it doesn't matter what level of giving it is. I never think about that again, because that's in God's hands. And that's what he says here. He says, hey, you can lay up a foundation for the future. You can put it over here forever. It's waiting for you. Anyway, my, I, I, and I do, I truly repent <clears throat> before God and you guys that I don't want to have a hard heart when it comes to being generous in anything. Okay, so thankfulness... Leads towards generosity, and then generosity leads towards action. <laughs> you can't be generous and say, "I'm just feeling generous today," and then not do something about it. Right? Are you guys all feeling generous? You're hearing this message. You're going, "That's the best message on generosity. I'm just feeling it." But it says, "Command them <laughs> to be ri- to do good." And then, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. There's kind of like three categories here. uh, This this is preachable. This is a preachable verse. There's three categories of generosity. He says, it's kind of like he highlights it. He says, command them to do good. That's like Jesus. I love that. It says, he just went around doing good. But then he he breaks it into these three categories. He says, be rich in good deeds. doing something nice. Maria told me today that she took some leftovers to one of her her neighbors. Leftovers to neighbors. And it opened up a door of opportunity for prayer to a person who's not very inviting. I've heard stories about this neighbor from all the other neighbors that have lived across from him. And she said she, she took some leftovers down there and he opened up about his relationship with his, his elderly mom and how he, was, he had a broken relationship. And Maria said, I'll pray for you. See, that little act of doing good. Anybody got any leftovers? Any leftovers left? Okay, I know, you got teenagers, so you're, you're, you're exempt. <laughs> you're, you better keep them, <laughs> you're going to be in trouble. Uh, But generosity leads us to doing good. And then it says, and then to be generous, and and this would include giving financially. And and you don't have to, you know, again, I think if I was taking an offering today, we don't normally take an offering, and we're not not going to take an offering today, even though I'd like to, just for fun. See how generous you are. Okay. Uh, But if I was going to, it's it's the, the Bible says that God loves a cheerful heart. See, that's what was missing in the bell ringing with me. I didn't I, I didn't have any cheer in it. That guy was saying Merry Christmas. And I'm going bah humbug. Stay away from me, you bell ringer. He says God loves a cheerful heart. You want to be a a, a great disciple of Jesus? Have a cheerful heart. Give with a cheerful heart. Okay, so. Um, so, when we give, it should come from an abundant heart. Somebody said that today. It's, it's all about the heart. It's, God's not asking for everything right now. He's asking for you to just have an open heart. Um, let, let me command you for a minute. It says, it, it says command those who are rich. Uh, we know, does everybody know we're rich? And does everybody know that we have an opportunity to help the poor? Every day when you watch the news, you hear of some tragedy. Don't you? I mean, we got hurricanes, we got earthquakes, tsunamis. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of things. And a lot of times you'll see, you know, maybe after the last hurricane, it'll say, you know, the Red Cross will put up some some kind of things. I don't recommend giving to the Red Cross. Find a Christian ministry, <laughs> Samaritan's Purse. Find, find a Christian ministry, Foursquare, that you can give to our church. We'll send it over. Um, but a lot of times it, it'll say, you know, we need your help. Give. And we're like, man, I don't have a, a million dollars. Do you know that a dollar added to somebody else's dollar? If we all collected a dollar from each of us today, that'd be like 30 bucks you and, and the other five million people that are watching online this morning it'd be five million thirty dollars um, that would make a massive difference It's not the amount it's the heart okay so he says give something to give and then he says this curious thing he says willing to share and as I was looking through the uh, the original languages here it it It's the word koinonia, which most of us know means to fellowship. It means to have a common relationship with someone. So it's not just something to do or something to give, but it's someone to share life with. Do you think there's any lonely person anywhere in your circle? Okay, good. So I'm going to make you do something at the end. I'm going to make you practice these, these three things because here in the Christmas, the greatest gifts that you can give for Christmas are these three things, right? I was thinking that, that through the strategy of the enemy through this pandemic season, he's allowed us to isolate ourselves more and more from each other. And to be desensitized more and more from being generous. Because I'm, I was reflecting, I'm like, why, why, why do I feel this way? And it's part of the enemy's plan to separate us and then to, to think, what about me? I hope I don't die in this pandemic. I hope I, you know, have enough in this pandemic. I hope I'll be okay. Because that's the strategy of the enemy instead of the strategy of Christ is that we will be generous. That if we only have one life to live, at least I can give it all right now. Yes? So Paul is very strategic. He's saying, I want you to do something, I want you to give something, and I want you to be with somebody because this is the kind of generosity I'm looking for. Okay, so thanks. thankfulness leads to generosity. Generosity leads us towards action. And action actually leads us towards Christian maturity. Uh, this last verse says, in this way, if you do those three things, you will lay up treasure for yourselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that you may take hold of life that is truly life. So when we do those three things, there's a there's a foundation. You know, the foundation, that's the solid stuff. I think a lot of times we're wondering, why am I feeling kind of wobbly as a Christian? Does this ever happen? We're standing, feel like we're standing on one foot. And the Lord's saying, here is something that will establish you. Be generous. Do something for someone. Give something to somebody. Spend some time with someone, and you'll get a foundation. So he's not just talking about the future. Even though it, the, the way it's translated here, it's a firm foundation for the coming age, the word just means the future. And the, the translators here have said, you know, maybe in heaven, you know, pie in the sky. If I give today, when I get to heaven, he's not saying that. What you do today will determine your future. If I'm generous today, it will determine my future. Tomorrow. Because when I'm generous, I'm acting more like Christ. And when I'm acting more like Christ, I'm becoming more like Christ. When I'm becoming more like Christ, I'm getting solid in the Lord. And hopefully exuding something good. Does that make sense? Okay. So that, and, and th- this, is the, this is a gift, this last part of the verse. So that you may take hold of life that is truly life. My, oh, my, oh, my, how we spend our life (laughs) trying to get life out of life. That's not life. (laughs) It's like, if I only had this, if I only achieved this, if I only got here, then I'd have life. And he's like, no, (laughs) that's not life. The life that is truly life is one that is abundant and generous and freely giving. Because all good things from, come from God. Now, I know a person in our church, Maria. Maria, I, you guys don't know this, but I do. Because Maria is on a fixed income. That's what happens when you get older. <laughs> and yet, she is the most giving person that I know. She literally will give you her last dollar. She is like the the, the, the widow who gave, gave it all. And she's done this many times. And then, you know, God will somehow provide some other, she'll, she'll tell me, you know, this happened to me. I have money, but I'm just going to give it all away. <laughs> she's been testing God at a level that no one else in this room knows about. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, I'm bragging on you a little bit, little bit today. I know. Okay, say say what you gotta say. I know. Usually, you know, I used to pick on my kids. Now I just pick on the older people. Uh, but it's it's not. It's it's because Maria has learned to live in that kind of abundance. She is a great example to us because you have an abundant you have an abundant heart, and 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 it it we, I think all of us want that. Does everybody here want that heart? To where we're stretching beyond the borders of our, of our own generosity. Okay. So I will I'll wrap it up. Oh, you're welcome. But you're, such, you're just such a great example. See, I don't want to be despising bell ringers. I want to be like you. And so my goal today... And through this holiday season, is that I'll take to heart this verse. That I'll be truly generous to those around me in word, in deed, and and in giving. So, I wanted to wrap with that. Here's our practice. So this holiday season, we have 30 days. Actually, a little more till the end of the year. I want you to actually think of a way that you can do a good deed to someone. You, you know, I, I think sometimes we think that good deeds are like our, our prayer life. Everybody always likes, like, I'm always praying. I must always be doing something good. And that is true, that most of us are usually, we're, we're, we are, I'm, I'm not dissing any of you. This, this is a very generous group of people. In so many so many ways, um, but I know that if you're like me, that maybe there there's a little callousness that's been built up through whatever. Um, I'll blame the pandemic because I I blame COVID everything on COVID. It's a it's a great escape. <laughs> it's like yeah, I couldn't do that today because of COVID. Uh, so uh, so if that's happened to your heart like it had happened to mine, I want you to think of. Think of a person that you can spend some time with. That person that is like, I should go get coffee or tea with that person. Write it down and, and do that in the next 30 days. Okay. If maybe, uh, well, we should all be thinking about giving. There, there's a number of areas um, that, that we can give in. Uh, for, for Christians, most of us follow uh, the The precept of giving ten percent of our income to the to the lord to the, for the kingdom of God uh, but there 's also the the giving to the poor and I, I want to recommend that if you 're not sponsoring a child in in Guatemala or three or ten um, pick some pick one up because that thirty dollars a month goes massively far for people for these young people and It says that when we give to when we give to the poor, we lend to the Lord. I love that proverb. You give to the poor, you lend to the Lord. Like, hey, Lord, here's ten bucks, (laughs) and and the Lord's like, I just gave you that ten bucks. I'm like, Maria, it's like you give it to me, I'll give it back. So, but maybe there's a point, or a bell ringer, or someone comes to your door, or you see someone in need. Maybe there's a homeless person you go by. Go ahead, be generous. And then um, last but not least, uh, let's find something to do this holiday season that's a, a deed that we don't get anything from. Uh, a lot of times, we, you know, it's like, hey, babe, I'll, I'll, I'll wash the dishes. But I still get the clean house out of that. Something that is totally separated from you getting a benefit. All right. So with that, um, I'd like to close in prayer and wrap things up. So let's just take a moment out to be before the Lord. Father, we've talked about a lot uh, here, and I don't know about anyone else, but my heart, as I was reading through this, just kept being tapped. It's like, go another step. Take another step. Uh, Because you've, you've taken all the steps for us. You gave your life entirely for us. You died on a cross for us. And Lord, while you're not asking for that level of commitment at this at this day, <clears throat> we can show our level of commitment in so many other ways. And so, Lord, help us to be generous with our life, with our time, with our money, with our relationships, so that we are storing for the future Lord, because we know that those things you store for us and you promise to provide for our every need. So, Lord, this morning we want to just lay our hearts before you, tender us up, get us ready for this holiday season, and teach us how to be more like Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Door knockers and bell ringers. Got to love them. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you, you guys that are online, the five million of you. And uh, don't forget to give a dollar because we're trying to change the world here. All right. God bless you. Have a great day. Uh, The rest of us, we have lunch coming. And uh, thank you for joining us. Brilliant. I'm going to ask me next week, If I was more generous this week, if that thing is broken, I I, I confess my sin on purpose so it would be broken.